Hey there, this is Dr. Lofer, and welcome to this podcast, and we're going to spend some time talking about heart health. Oh, I mean, where do we even start with heart health? We have to start with every other chronic condition. Chronic conditions like diabetes, um, chronic pain syndromes, okay? Gut problems, Crohn's, IBS, celiac disease, okay? Other autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's affects the thyroid rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, okay? Cardiovascular disease is basically the focus uh, for a lot of tweeting and on Twitter and a lot of Facebook posts, updates, blog posts, things like that, other podcasts. We're talking a lot about heart health. One of the things about heart health that uh, I really want to drive home in the next few minutes here is that heart health is directly linked to your diet. I'm not talking about the diet, you know, that you're supposed to have. It's called the diet that you've had over the past five, 10 years. I mean, if you've never seen that movie or that documentary, Supersize Me, where Gordon Spurlock uh, starts out as, you know, he's a vegan guy, he's a really healthy guy, but he decides to do this experiment where he eats nothing but McDonald's and for, for every single meal, okay? And if walking into McDonald's, they asked him, would you like to supersize that? He would take it, I mean, that's kind of a rule. If they say supersize, you say yes. And you have to eat all of that food. He ate all of that food. He did it for like a period of 30 days. Now, forgive me, it's been a while since I've seen that, but it left quite an impression on me. Uh, During that 30 days, he would go back to his MD his treating physician, and he would rerun labs like cholesterol labs, mainly in blood sugar labs, but they concentrated a lot on these inflammatory markers and his cholesterol levels. And probably not even halfway through, his medical doctor said, if you keep eating this way, you will kill yourself. You will have an event, a cardiovascular event. Now, cardiovascular is not just for heart, but it's also stroke is in there as an event as well. Okay, so anything with the vasculature and anything that can go wrong with the heart. So that leaves a lot of very serious things that can happen to a person if they don't take care of their cardiovascular system. So one of the number one culprits in cardiovascular disease is inflammation. Well, big surprise there, isn't inflammation the first reason for any chronic disease? Yes or yes, I mean, it is. You cannot have a chronic disease without systemic inflammation. It just doesn't happen. Those markers are there. Maybe nobody's ever checked them with you or, you know, you're one of the people that knows that they're inflamed. Okay. Skin changes, uh, eyelid changes, you know, maybe you can't grow hair anymore on your calves and maybe you're starting to lose it on your forearms. Well, those are end organ changes. That is small vessel disease. Um, a big responsible player for basically cutting off circulation, good circulation to, you know, the feet and the hands, especially in uh, diabetic conditions. Okay, but that's not the only condition that can cause that. So when you have a blood vessel problem, number one, you have to check your inflammatory markers. Number two, you have to do something about the inflammation that you're causing in your own system. Now, Let's just quick say a couple words about the people that have a genetic predisposition to cholesterol, high cholesterol issues and cardiovascular disease. 
Okay, there are people that will have that problem, but it still holds true that those people need to do everything they can to decrease the amount of inflammatory foods and substances they bring into their bodies or rub into their skin or, you know, if they have environmental toxins like um, something they're breathing in at work, you've got to really think about removing yourself from that environment for your own health, for your own survival. A cardiovascular disease kills people in the millions every single year. It's not something to take lightly. With this podcast, I don't want to harp on all the terrible things that can happen with you know, heart health or heart disease, um, but I will tell you one of the number one things you can do for yourself is start to do things differently as far as inflammation is concerned, okay? I will tell you to remove three things from your diet, gluten, okay, dairy, all right, and soy. Remove those three things. They're highly inflammatory. A lot of people have subclinical reactions or sensitivities to these things. Some people have immediate reactions to these things. Some people have celiac disease and get rid of gluten. Some people have, and dairy, some people have Hashimoto's where gluten and dairy, you need to remove that. Otherwise, you're going to keep attacking your own thyroid gland. Okay, soy is, has a ton of lectins in it, and lectins actually can upregulate a pathway in the immune system, which can cause even more destruction. So remove those three things. You, if you can remove just gluten and dairy, you're going to have a tremendous, tremendous change in your lab values. I know you will. I mean, take it upon yourself to make that challenge. You can visit directlabs.com, run a wellness profile on yourself with homocysteine as a marker, Okay, and C-reactive protein high sensitivity is an inflammatory marker and run all of your cholesterol labs, do a VAP test and go through 45 days of removing, 100% removing because you can't be 90% pregnant. Either you are or you're not. Same thing with removing these foods. Remove dairy and gluten. Redo those markers in 45 days and see what's changed. I mean, that is my challenge to you. I really hope you take me up on that and then report back to me because... You know, it's just a fun thing to do. Uh, if you need help or you need um, some assistance in removing those things and keeping it fun and keeping your food interesting to make it a sustainable 45-day change, then you'll want to tune into the next podcast where I'm talking with Leah. And Leah, uh, I had mentioned her in a previous podcast that we would be doing um, a podcast dedicated to her condition her being a chef, her unique ability to put foods together in a very restricted way, <laughs> a very restricted food list, and actually make them fantastic and edible and enjoyable. So I'm really excited about that. We are actually going to get together on Monday, and I'll have that podcast up for you probably by Wednesday of next week. So be looking for that. Um, it is Heart Health Month, and it's winding down. Uh, I hope that you visit um, directlabs.com and order those tests. If you want to know more about those tests, then put a comment um, underneath this uh, podcast on the waveform and let me know how to get in touch with you and I'll write out those you know, labs that you should run on yourself. And then you can run them again in 45 days and we'll take a look at the change. I think the more people that do it, the more people will start to feel better and hopefully keep those things out of their diet and get themselves 100% on their way to a healthy diet and lifestyle. I mean, that's my goal for you. So if you have questions on 
uh, heart health in general, please just let me know and I'll get you some resources. And actually, I will leave you with some resources here um, right now, actually, before I turn off this podcast. So the top resource for heart health, of course, is going to be the American Heart Association. Okay, you want to look at uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, MD, drhyman.com. And between those two, I recommend Dr. Hyman because he's got a ton of information. He's a functional medicine doctor, which means to say he is huge in the area of lifestyle, nutritional, and stress management medicine, which he calls essential medicine. And I absolutely agree. So if you visit those two websites, and of course there's always Wikipedia or Medscape or PubMed, you can visit those areas too and get as much information as you can. But chances are if you have uh, heart disease, you know what it means. And if you remove those foods, run those tests on yourself, um, and do a retest after 45 days, it'll be very interesting to see what your results say. Okay? So that's the Heart Health Challenge, and I hope you take me up on it. Um, I am Dr. Lofer, and I will talk to you next week in the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Simon is a functional medicine doc.